I'm always just amazed by how impactful it is for like such a simple thing that most of us encounter every single year on our birthday, Mm -hmm. almost to the point of saying like, this is like, like too much, you know, like Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know that I want to be celebrated this much. Mm -hmm. And for our friends, it's just such a, such a gift for them to like hear their name and have, have happy birthday sung to them. And yeah, just a gift to be able to encounter that with them. People of Creston City, people of every, everywhere around the world, this is David Christopher Pacheco. Hi, my name is Kimmy. My name is Arthur Ortiz. Been in Denver since 1973. Okay, so let's just talk in circles for a little bit. Let's talk in circles. Yeah. Just shoot the breeze a little yeah. bit. You know, they see beyond what I look like. They see what my actions are and say, hey, that is a good person. A lot of people say home is home is where the heart is, but my heart's in many places. It's just I don't know where home is. Welcome back to Homeless But Human. With you today is Blake. And with you today is Shayla. And we have a street team welcoming with us to this podcast. We have Chaz and Michaela. So welcome, let's go, guys. Let's go. Welcome. I think, Chaz, you've been on a podcast or a so before. Times. Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, pro at this point. He's actually, he's gunning for our, our job as well. I know he is. Oh, Everyone's yeah. gunning for our job, Shayla. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> hang tight. Next Pick host right here. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, and Chaz is a second year missionary with us. Yep. And then Michaela is in her first year. And a Denver native. We don't have many Denver natives in the Denver program. So way to represent. So you guys are here with us today because you are on the same street team. How many people are on your guys' team? We have four missionaries. Okay. Yep. So two guys, two gals. Two guys, two gals. Chaz is our second year. Yep. yep. And we've got three first years. Mm-hmm. And Auraria is, from my understanding, it's just like one of the more unique street routes because you're not really doing a whole ton of walking. That's correct, right? Yeah. You're, you're more, more or less kind of staying in the same zone. So explain, what does that look like? Like, as you're approaching your street route, what does your route actually look like? Yeah. I mean, I think for what our route looks like at Auraria. Auraria has been a food line for over, they've almost served for about a hundred years. Wow. Every That's single a long day time. except Thanksgiving. Wow. But now they've actually started serving on Thanksgiving. So they do it every single day, Monday through Sunday. And they also serve mm-hmm. certain times, like they'll have breakfast put out as well mm-hmm. around eight or nine o'clock, but then they serve at 11 every single day. And they've been doing that since the 1930s. So wow, um, we've, I think over the last like hundred years, they've had a lot of regulars, but we at Auraria have been blessed to see a lot of the regulars as well that mm-hmm. have been there for the last probably 15 to 20 years. Mm-hmm. And so regulars, you mean friends on the street? Our or, friends on the street. Yeah. So yeah, it's so at Auraria, like normal street routes, like as they're walking, something that we experience a little bit differently is our friends are going to Auraria for the food. Yeah. Sometimes when you're walking different streets, you might be seeing people just randomly on the street corner and you're like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? What are yeah. you up to today? Mm-hmm. And they're going to do something, but everyone at our area is like there for the food. Interesting. And so it just has that little bit of different dynamic of like setting up an accompaniment can be tough because that would be taking them out of their regular daily habits. Sure. Sure. Because they always go to a rare. And accompaniments are those moments where the missionaries do something exceptional with the poor, right? Like using some of our gift cards, to take them to coffee or going and doing, you know, an activity they like, maybe a hike or even everything from getting a driver's license or help with an ID or something like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, the accompaniments would be very tricky 
when you know that that would be taking away from a food source from them daily. Yeah. yeah. What's that like, Michaela, as you're like approaching that sort of, it's like, it's a resource in a sense. Like you're, you're approaching someone who's on their way to try and get something. And then you kind of like, you enter into it. What is, what is that like for you? Yeah. Our street route is very interesting because a lot of the other street routes will kind of go out to meet their friends where their friends are at. And a lot of our friends come to the alley and almost like meet us where we are at yeah. and where we've been placed for the year. Mm-hmm. And yep. yeah, the alley is a very unique place. Yeah. Honestly, like at first was qu- kind of intimidating to go back yeah, into that no alley kidding. and on our first couple of days, I remember our very first street walk, it was in August. So it was warm out and the alley was pretty full. And mm-hmm. we were like walking around with our formators and just trying to like start to meet people and mm-hmm. kind of get our bearings for what our area holds. And yeah, I just remember thinking this is going to be quite a year and yeah, it has been, there's been a lot of like different seasons of a lot of people in the alley when it's nice out. Sure. Another very unique aspect of our route is Auraria is actually a college campus in Denver. And so Mm. on that campus, there's a public library. And a lot of our friends oftentimes will hang out in the library when it's cold, especially. And as long as they're being respectful of the space, they're allowed to be in there. So Mm. oftentimes our friends will go in and actually get to just like sit down and read books and hang out in the library, take their food from the food line into the library to eat. Oh, wow. So we've gotten to spend a lot of time actually sitting down and just doing a very normal thing of sitting in a library with our friends, getting to know them there, and also just having some space for like more private conversations with them in the library versus in an alley where there sure. a lot a lot more walls are up, they're a lot more closed off oftentimes just because mm-hmm. there are people all around that are listening to your conversation. And it's also not as inviting to have a great conversation sitting on the concrete you know whereas the library is made to be a a comfortable space a quiet space a quiet space (laughs) though right but yeah I'm really curious because you say alley and I'm thinking like dark scary alley and I'm sure our listeners are thinking the same thing is that what it feels like or like can you paint the picture a little bit of visually what it looks like to enter into this alley yeah so There's the back of St. Elizabeth of Hungary is kind of like one side of the alley Mm -hmm. Um, and the alley runs all the way through on campus in between the church and just a campus building. So maybe about 10 to 12 feet across, pretty long, but they usually feet longer. Yeah. 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 So it's, it is a very unique alley. It's not necessarily what you would imagine between like Like a sketchy alley skyscrapers in Denver, but the area also just has like a lot of pigeons that are flying around at all times and geese that are walking around and eating food. So this really does sound like a movie alley. You're you're making this sound more like, you know, the Gotham city, big steeple (laughs) behind it, but, but no, it is a very, it's wide. It's well, you know, it's the middle of the day. So well lit, very bright and regular. Mm Mm-hmm. And our friends, we have a lot of friends that have been going there every single day for 10 to 15 years. Mm -hmm. Every single day of the week, that's their routine. They wake up, they go get coffee in the alley, hang out till lunch, eat lunch, and then go on with their day. Do you guys kind of become part of their routine? Like your conversations with them, do you feel like that is something that's become a part of their routine? I know it's routine for you to go, but for them. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of our friends actually will come to the alley because we'll be there. Oh, yeah. Even today, actually, our friend Dave, who we've gotten to know for a while, who sadly has been living out of his car, mm. came to the alley because he wanted to see us. Mm. And we've had a lot of friends that come there because they actually just want to see us, mm. which is pretty cool. That's awesome. That's so humbling, right? Like to see that 
yeah, they, what do we do? That consistent presence, right? It's like, well, they're already getting food. What are we doing there? Yeah. Right. Providing that little extra enough to get someone excited to come. Yeah. Uh, I hope, I hope that was a, a rejoicing moment for your team. Absolutely. Even someone such as our friend Howie, who's been homeless for a while now, probably about 15 years, but he's been making more stops at Auraria because he just wants to go see us yeah. and yeah. just chat with us. That consistency, right, on the streets and the regularity of your guys' routes. It's just mm. such a gift. Yeah. I would love to hear more about, like, some stories of your friends and just, like, some some moments that you've shared with, with the people that you've met in the alley this year. And if you have any powerful stories that you would like to share. Yeah. I think a story that comes to mind, Chaz and I were actually reflecting on some of our stories today. And in February, we got to take our friend Bill out for his birthday and he told us he wanted to go to Denny's. So we took him to Denny's. Of course. Denny's. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And Bill is another friend that has been on the streets for 10 plus years. Yeah. And so he, a lot of the guys in the alley know each other just because they've seen each other every single day, whether yeah. or not they actually have a relationship with each other is a different story, but mm. they at least know each other and kind of know things about each other. And Bill and Howie have become friends mm. And I think have become closer friends this year, even just through like kind of sharing their friendship with us and with each other. And on Bill's birthday, we showed up at Auraria that morning planning to take him out. And he was sitting in front of the church with Howie. And so we invited Howie to come with us (laughs) for Bill's birthday lunch and got to just take them both to Denny's and kind of um, invite them into our street team's community together and just witness the both of them doing such a very like human thing, just sitting at Denny's, yeah. an American restaurant, just sitting and, <laughs> and Bill ordered like a, a double cheeseburger. Absolutely. And, what else would you get? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's uh, your birthday. Pancakes. <laughs> no, no. And a Dr. Pepper and I love it. a slice yeah. of cheesecake. <laughs> and still two months later talks about this, this wow. day yeah. with us. And yeah, every time he goes to Denny's now, he's always like, yeah, I went to Denny's again, like got the same oh. order and, wow. and finished it all. And that's always a big thing that our friends, it, it's just like very human, I think, to be able to celebrate a birthday and have happy birthday sung to you in yeah. a restaurant. And um, yeah. yeah, we've gotten to take a few of our friends out for their birthdays this year. And yeah. I'm always just amazed by how impactful it is for like such a simple thing that most of us encounter every single year on our birthday, mm-hmm. almost to the point of saying like, this is like, like too much, you know, like Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know that I want to be celebrated this much. Mm -hmm. And for our friends, it's just such a, such a gift for them to like hear their name and have, have happy birthday sung to them. And yeah, just a gift to be able to encounter that with them. Yeah. Birthdays have been a theme this year for your community. Our community has thrived on birthdays. Seriously, so many birthdays with our homeless friends and housed friends and time and time again, Mm -hmm. it's what they continue talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'll spare this episode from all the stories this year, but truly like that is, I don't know, the Lord's doing something. You're celebrating the life of that person mm. is providing so much dignity. And I'm, I've been blown away by how many stories this year have come from, from you. Yeah. From you guys just celebrating your friend's birthday. So I yeah, love that. Good. I was just thinking about as you were talking, how like unique the missionary is to the, to that person who is out on the street, just because you were, t- you were talking about Bill and he's been out there for 10 years now. Yeah. And like, if he's been going to that, to the Auraria food line for 10 years, like that's an incredible amount of time mm-hmm. to be going to the same place. He's probably been existing next to the same people for so long, yeah. but how many people have been living with him? 
And it's just like the difference. Yeah, I like what you said there. The difference between like, yeah, no, we're, we're kind of just, you know, side by side at the food line. I'm familiar with these people, yep. but who's living with me? And like the missionaries, they get to, you guys just get to go in and like share life. Well, Michaela, you even said it like, you know, of like, you know of them, but you're not in relationship. Right. Yeah. And so many of them see each other every day and it's without intentionality, without a desire and a little bit of vulnerability, yeah. dare I say, you know, and right. putting yourself out there. That's. Oh, I love it. I love it. That alley is one of my favorite places the missionaries go. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Chaz, what about you? Any erroneous stories today? Yeah, there are, there's, I mean, there's hundreds of stories we could talk about that alley, but the one that I think has been probably the most impactful to me is about our friend Ed and Ed. Yeah. yeah and I think Blake, you know this, but Ed's been a friend with Christ yes. in the city for what? 10 years. Maybe, Maybe a even little, longer. I, I don't know the beginning. I don't know, but he's been around since I was around. Yeah. But mm. he is, he's been homeless. He was homeless for 15 years. Yeah. And if any person knows Ed, Ed is probably the most famous person on a area campus. The cops love him. The, food <laughs> line loves him. the homeless friends love him and we love him. And he's the mayor. He is. The, he's pretty much the mayor of a area campus. I love it. <laughs> and it's funny because whenever any like catastrophe is happening or snow is falling on the ground, like he's out there scooping the snow wow. for the campus. And a lot of our friends believe that Ed is the reason that food line still goes because what? of the hospitality that he has shown that campus. They have pretty much been very hospitable to all of our homeless friends. No of way. Yeah. And I think he's, he's a model. He's pretty much a model for homeless people. Like, Wow. Um, yeah, he is. He's transformed my heart in many ways. And he's a hard person to love, though. Like, it, he's he's a tough love type of person. Mm-hmm. Michaela's shaking her yeah. head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Like, he, I mean, has really challenged us in many ways and has challenged a lot of teams. But for some reason this year, he got really sick mm-hmm. during the month of January and was in the hospital for okay. a couple of weeks. He almost died on wow. the streets. And Ed is not going to take help from anyone. He will always help others, but will not help himself. Yeah. And so every team has tried to do things with that. They've tried to do accompaniments and take him out to eat, to even write him a birthday card. And he won't even accept those types wow. of gifts because he doesn't think yeah. that he needs it or yeah. that he's worth it. But going to the hospital, a flip switched. And yeah. he had this transformation of, I think I need to get housing. Oh my. What? Yeah. And so he's actually now in the process of getting housing and getting his ID so he can get housing. But he's been staying in a shelter now, which is the first time he's ever stayed in a shelter. Mm-hmm. But today he even told us, he's like, I was homeless for 15 years. Oh Mich- my Michaela gosh, said, Ed. Michaela said, I'm glad you're saying was. You're not saying is. Like, yeah. You no longer are homeless, Ed. And Ed's wow. in. There's so much to say about that, but someone could be confused of like, well, why is he so confident he can get housing now? And it's a guy like Ed, he knew how to get housing Yeah, for all 15 years he's been out there. Mm -hmm. It's been no question Mm -hmm. how he could get off the streets. It's that willingness to accept that generosity from the other, or even think you're willing to have a better life or that you are willing or able Mm -hmm. or worth having a home. Absolutely. And I love that. The switch is flipped. It's like, I love that. Well, and he's always compared himself to Job in the Bible. Hmm. And if you know anything about Job, his story of just losing everything. Yeah. And then finally at the end, getting God. Ed pretty much viewed his life as I needed to lose everything to gain God. Wow. Whoa. And so we, though, in the last couple months have finally broke through on a lot of things and 
have been, he's been open to us to actually have a real friendship now. What? And I actually played him in a game of chess. I always <laughs> talked about playing chess with Ed. And like I said, none of the other missionaries in the past ever thought Ed would do something like fun with them. Well, but he actually was open to playing chess with me and he kicked my butt. Oh, we got a rematch on Friday. So I'm going to beat him finally. He hasn't played in 30 years and, and he, he beats kicks you. my butt. And he talks about it every single <laughs> time we see him. <laughs> as he should, as he should. As oh, he yeah. should. Brandy yeah, right. Chaz, he owned you. He owned me. It was pretty sad. <laughs> but that's amazing because that like is. it took years of... I mean, missionaries even walking with him to not to say that you are the only reason that he's getting off the no, streets. No, that's, no, that's no, not no. The it's, case. it's the it's what we've talked about for so long. It's like it was those first couple missionaries yeah. set a good route. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Ed's always been loved by our missionaries. Yeah. Right? I remember so many of our alumni coming in and just being like, Ed, Ed, like whenever whenever your street team lets the alumni know how people are doing, I'm sure everyone wants to know about Ed. You oh, know, absolutely. Yeah. People mm-hmm. still send letters for us to give to Ed. Oh. Wow. I love that. It's incredible. <laughs> and it's just such a gift when you get to be in it. The thing is, is there's so many people like Ed, you just invest in, and that is the nature of a gift. I say it so often, but you just give and you don't need to see the fruit. You don't need to see a return. Mm-hmm. And so many of this alumni presence over the years, the consistency, these are those things. So when Ed did have that hospital moment, you were there for it. Absolutely. Right. Just like, it could have happened any other year. It could yeah. happen any time in the future. It was like, no, this is this is when. Mm. And it's like just being ready and like willing to respond and not be frustrated that he hasn't accepted help the last 15 years. You yeah, know, right. it's like so good to just have that docile heart to whatever the Lord wants. Yeah. This year, at this moment of time, for these friends, this isn't an abnormal food line. Like these are all over the oh, yeah. country, mm-hmm. all over the world, truly. And just that consistent presence that the poor have there, we can also provide, Mm -hmm. right? And wherever you are, just those regular volunteers, the heroes that just make it happen and just being willing to encounter while we're serving them and build those relationships, it matters. It really does. And we've actually had a cool witness as well. Now that they have a new priest at St. Elizabeth of Hungary, they've actually been praying in the line every single time before they have, they serve food and they actually hang us a little banner of Our Lady of Guadalupe out there. And we invite Our Lady to pray with them and pray for them as well. Mm. And I think that image in the alley has taken away the doom and gloom Mm. and brought glory and praise to our Lord Yeah, in such a beautiful way. She does that. She does it. She does. (laughs) I love that. She does that. She wraps them all in her mantle. It's beautiful. One final question. If you could say anything or have any piece of advice to people that do regularly maybe visit food lines, like that volunteer at food lines or maybe work at a food line, what would you, what would you say to them? I would just say to never doubt the impact that you can have on the people in that line, whether it's somebody that's there at the front of the line, like Ed every single day of the Mm -hmm. week for years and years and years to come or the person that maybe is on the streets for a couple of weeks and is only at the food line one day to just never doubt the impact that um, just your presence and like positivity can have in the food line. And we actually get to see this every day too with the volunteers that run the food line. Yeah. They are just such a constant presence. And even the days that we're not there, they're there. Yeah. And I think that's just a, such a gift that people can provide to our friends is just being there, whether it's literally just scooping soup into a cup or asking somebody their name as they're walking through the line or even just a simple smile or hello just can change just that like simple like being seen 
can change the whole course of someone's day or week. Yeah. So just never, never doubt the impact that just like simplicity can have. I love that. Yeah. I would say never give up on anyone in that food line. I think Michaela and I've had so many experiences and Alex and Aaron as well. And probably all the missionaries at our area have had this, but when you see someone and maybe all it starts with is a hello and that's what you say to them for four or five months, but then they finally ask you a question. Mm. It's the coolest thing that you're just like <laughs> unraveling like yeah. a wrapper. And yeah. it's like they finally open up. Mm. And it just, sometimes it takes just saying the word hello to them. Yep. For four months. For four months. <laughs> <laughs> we have our friend. Every single day. Oh, <laughs> Michaela knows this, but it's yeah. worth it. It's worth it. We don't do it for the fruit, right? We do it because we're called. So thank you to all those out there that serve the poor in any way. And especially that, those food lines. I mean, just the consistency is remarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thank you to all of our listeners who tune in today to hear the stories from That is insane. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Chaz and Michaela. You guys are truly heroes yeah. on Auraria campus and the, the campus is lucky to have you guys there. Truly. Mm-hmm. Truly. Well, thank you guys. Mm-hmm. It is a gift to be there. Well, God bless you all and your team and thank you all for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Homeless But Human today. In order to keep producing this content for you all, we invite you to consider joining our known and loved monthly giving community. This is one of the most impactful ways that you can join us on mission. Your monthly gift sends missionaries out to the streets day after day and helps us to continue recording and sharing our podcast. It's our vision that every city not only has soup kitchens and shelters, but communities who are committed to helping the homeless know that they have a home in us. And what is home but a small taste of Christ's infinite love? Visit ChristInTheCity.org and make a monthly gift today to join our known and loved community. And if you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor and go hit subscribe and leave a review. To get more involved with the mission, visit ChristInTheCity.org.